Spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is Simon Kennedy. Simon, what do we talk about? Well, we're going to have a bit of a chat about uh, billionaires, fat billionaires, smoking cigars and punching on. Um, my book, my book, I've got a book. Your book? We're going to talk about that. 9-11 and the Art of Happiness. Yeah. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, if you... If, if you want to read the book, I give away the ending. At what point of the yeah yeah <laughs> what no, point of the podcast? spoiler alert spoiler alert? Um, and uh, I think we also uh, we might even take our clothes off. I don't know. Yeah, so this uh, is well, it's might we might might probably not though. Yeah, no, it's it's a bit cold. It's a bit <laughs> shrinkage, shrinkage. Exactly, exactly. Ryan, hit the music. Welcome ready to Comedy on Edge presents Chat Show. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. We're live in Edge HQ. Joining me today on the dials is Ryan. Special comments, Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm really good, Mark. How are you? Well, I'm good. I'm good. I'm impressed, man, because sold out shows at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Yes, yes, yes. That was good. That was good fun. Quite was, a buzz. Yeah. It was pretty. You don't want to be um, changing your name to Ryan Sold Out Crawford? Wow. I don't know. Does that send the right kind of message? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's true. That's true. No, so, yeah, no, it was really good. It's great. It's a great uh, great experience to get that sold uh, two sold out shows at the at the festival. So, yeah, and they were happy. good shows. You you were happy yeah, with the output? Yeah, yeah. No, people laugh when you know you can want them to laugh. So you know, that's, that's really sign. all you can ask for, isn't it? So. Well, that, that's, well this, I'd I'd just be happy with the crowds. It's like what, <laughs> it's like well, we got your money now. That's right. Got... Yeah, we did we did mention at some point during the show. At least my um, my partner in crime, Matt Coffey, mentioned at some point during the show that you know there were no no not going to be any refunds. So that's. Uh, that was always a good warning. It's a brave opening. You know? Yeah. There's no <laughs> refunds. Right. It's exactly. like you set the bar a little bit low exactly there. Exactly right, yeah. So you're, you're here now. Lester Diamond, our other sound guy, he's not... Now, this is interesting. He's not here today. Yeah. But tonight, I'm doing a gig in Wollongong, and he's my driver. He's driving me down. He's driving... So so his technological expertise on the uh, on the sound equipment has led you to make the decision that you want to put your life in his hands. Well, yeah, he, he offered me, he's like, oh, I'll drive you down, mate. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And I'm, I'm thinking, because I've been a bit mean to him on the podcast, yeah, so I'm you, thinking... you really haven't thought that through. No, I'm just thinking, so ladies and gentlemen, if next week I'm not here, um, you know that between somewhere between Wollongong and Leicester's, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, done yeah, some yeah, things. That's right. And the other one, Jasmine, the intern, she's off on a health but She's not here, but she she's okay, ladies and gentlemen. So send your love and thoughts to Jasmine out there as she battles away. Yeah, we're definitely thinking of her. Yep, we yeah. are. But yeah, she's not here. We, we, we might go. We might go visit her in hospital and do a podcast there. Yeah, why not? I'm sure the I'm sure the nursing staff would love that. But we'll do it anyway. Oh, it'd be great. I'm sure. We wouldn't, we'd hope the Zoom wouldn't get in the way. You know, some interfering. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, to... The machine, the interview with the machine that goes bing or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we better not do the podcast yeah, no. episode. All right, enough about us. We've got a special guest, ladies and gentlemen. He's a local Sydney comedian. He's an author. He's radio, and he's a stand-up. Mr. Simon Kennedy, how are you, buddy? Boys, I'm very good. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank so. you. And what a nice guy on the way here. You said, does anyone need a coffee? Uh, that's, that's generosity. It could be. It could be generosity. Uh, maybe I'm just pandering. Uh, <laughs> I want to be liked. Um, that's, that's why I'm in comedy. Uh, <laughs> I want people to like me. Who hey, wants coffee? Filling the void. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but you guys, you, you, you told me you had to do an update on your, um, on your intern. Yeah, she's been. Yeah, we did last week's Jasmine. She's battling myeloma cancer. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a bit tough, but she's doing okay. Like she's fighting the good fight. All right. So for one people who are wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. Yeah, well, clarify that. A bit. Jasmine, look after yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. she or she is. She's, and that's one thing. Like the Sydney comedy community, he's gotten behind her. We've raised some funds for her. People are helping her. They're driving her to hospital. I think 
Thursday, Julia Wilson, friend of the show. Oh, she drove girl. at a co- hospital, sat around with us. So good on Julia. Yeah, and of course, uh, um, so Mark put on a benefit uh, for her. So there was a whole night of comedy to raise funds for uh, for um, medical costs and that sort of thing. So. Yeah. But for tax purposes, we raised nothing. Nothing, was, nothing yeah, at all. Yeah, no, not a unsuccessful, thing. you know, yeah. yeah. If, lots, lots of costs. If the tax department come looking for... For the health money, they can get stuffed. That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah we we'll yeah. just give her all the invoices for all the bills. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure hockey will find some cuts somewhere and come yeah. after you. Come after comedy benefits next. Sure, they're, they're next on the. If we just the... bribe him, maybe with a cigar. Do you think that <laughs> maybe a cigar just, would do the trick? It's like Joe, just take the cigar. That's right. I was looking at this picture for those who haven't seen it. Of course, the um, the photo of uh, Joe Hockey and Matas Corman. Right, so the, the finance minister and the uh, and the and the treasurer. So we're we're, we're days out from uh, a major budget, and we've got the two big money decision boys in the country sitting back behind the grassy knoll, uh, smoking stogies like some kind of fat mafia dudes. Yeah, it's not a good look. See, no. I thought they were recreating the Boston legal finish of Denny Crane and James Spader just sitting out there. It's it, it looks a lot like that, isn't it? Yeah. I, who, which one is um, William Shatner? I think it'd be Joe. Yeah, it's got to be Joe. Yeah, because like Matthias, maybe it's South South, South African speak people, and this is a massive generalisation. That's what we're here They're for. Very well spoken <laughs> and very pronounced, kind of like James Spader. Yeah, I, I can I, see Matthias in that. I love the South African accent because it, like it always, they always sound really pissed off no matter what they're talking about. <laughs> and uh, if we have any South African listeners out there, g'day, how you going? But um, um, yeah, something about it. It's like oh, I've won the lottery and I'm really pleased. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Someone should tell your face. And it feels like they've yeah. got that air of authority too. Like yeah. Matthias could be going, and this is why I like to eat quarter pounders. And I'd believe him. He could justify anything. Yeah. And my, I think that's why they've put him in that budget role. It's like, you know, these are the cuts we have to have. Yes, we're going, I'm going to cut, cut, cut. <laughs> my <laughs> wife works in, a, in, sorry, in retail in a shop, uh, I won't say, but she gets a lot of well, well-off customers. Uh, and she said that there's a, 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 there's a, there's a trend, a language trend, with, uh, with some, some of her South African customers who, who use the phrase fetch. They don't say could could I have a look at that? Could you could you get me that one over there? So fetch that one over there. Go and fetch that for me. Which wow. is yeah. I think an interesting choice of words. That's yeah. a is that is that a trend that's sort of been around since the Boer War? Like <laughs> <laughs> go and fetch that for me, boy. That's I don't know. It's a but anyway. There's some lovely South African people. I have some very yeah. great friends who are South Africans. Well, big um, shout out to friend yeah. of the show, David Schmidt. I think yeah. he's a guest on episode four. If you want to go and listen to that. Yeah, no, but um, so not to generalise, but I will generalise about uh, politicians. Oh, politicians. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that that scene on the balcony, it just it's so reminiscent, isn't it? Like a couple of Bond villains. Like you got your South African <laughs> Bond villain and your big fat Bond villain with your. Although he's got his lap band surgery, so not that big anymore, is he? But anyway, the thing. Sure, he hasn't had lap band. He must have. Something's no. happened. He had lap dance surgery. Lap dance surgery. <laughs> yeah, him and Kevin. He was with Kevin Rudd. Yeah, because you can't eat while you're getting a lap dance, so it, it, helps, <laughs> it helps you to lose weight. Yeah, and you smoke does. a stogie while you've got the lap dance. Oh, totally. Just yeah, be yeah. careful. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you don't want to melt anything the in your face or burn the, or burn the notes. Yeah. Burn the notes. Um, no, no. I, I, I think that people smoking cigars look obnoxious. I think that is actually a thing. And I've got a friend who's in media and I won't say who he is. And he's a fairly, he's a chubby buddy. Um, it's Jamie Packer. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but he smokes cigars um, and it's, it just looks so obnoxious, especially when you're a, you know, a round guy and you're, 
You, you look like you're auditioning for the role of Boss Hog in yeah, um, yeah. the Dukes of Hazard, um, <laughs> just to go retro on everyone. You know, it's it's it's, it's not cool. And, and if you're about to deliver a budget, you know, where you're probably going to take money from poor people, you don't want to be seen smoking a cigar. No, it's not no. cool. Yeah. Well, it's it's the budget. Like it's for those our international Australia, we they deliver a budget every. Over, around this time of year, once a year, where they pretty much say what they're going to spend, what they're going to cut, and mm. they've been telling us the last six months, expect the deep cuts. They're going to cut. They're going to hit. They're going to hit those those people yeah. like welfare pensioners. Yeah. Um, but miners are still going to get everything that they want. That's right. That's 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 how we roll down here. Yeah, miners not <laughs> miners not miners. Yeah, 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 yeah not yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's right. No, they're going to take they're the miners. The children are going to get everything because yeah, yeah. I believe the children are our future. Yeah. So, um, now, uh, rich people got to be careful what they do. Uh, uh, the the big news, uh, I think, across the last two weeks has been Jamie Packer, who is you know the CEO and I guess owner of a multinational gambling company, mm. uh, and the head of Channel Nine, David Gingell who are old mates, having a punch-up on the street, right? Now, rich people don't have punch-ups you know, in tracksuit pants. Yeah. yeah. But why, why has it happened in Australia? Is there something we do that's different? That's what I'm thinking. It's very different. Like, you'd imagine like, like his father, like Jamie Packer's father, Kerry Packer, is, he's a media baron and he was a, he was a billionaire. He was very mm. gruff. But I'd imagine like when he wanted to butt heads, he'd do it behind closed doors. Yeah, he'd pay someone a yeah. house... To uh, to punch someone in the head, yeah, yeah, yeah that's how you don't don't do it. And, and then he, and then he take one of their kidneys or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. go over there and, and hit him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, like with Jamie, he did you, you did you see behind the news corps, news corps, news corps, news corps, news yeah, corps? Yeah, yeah, the brush, the brush banner. Did you see <laughs> the actually, watermark? Did you see yeah. the? Did you see the like the pictures of the fight? Mm. Jamie, like everyone's saying it was a very scrappy fight, but I think Jamie's been watching the UFC because well, <laughs> he, M- yeah. MMA. No, no, he did the smart thing. Like in in a fight. You don't generally sit there and trade punches. You get the submission. Jamie took Ginjal to the ground. Had, he had yeah. him in a headlock. Ginjal wasn't getting up. No, it was. Um, I saw he, he had that stance. Yeah. That you know, Danny Larusso, um, <laughs> you know, kind of stance, <laughs> and uh, it was like sweep the leg, Mister mm-hmm. Packer. Yeah. Um, it was. It was. It was really looked like he knew what he was doing. He all those, you know, judicu, ju jonchu, or whatever they do. <laughs> All those lessons paid off, um, and and we still were not too sure. Apparently, he was upset because there was a Channel Nine van parked outside the house. Um, that, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, who hasn't been upset by that? Yeah. But um, well, we've got three out the front as we record yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and we're all going to go out and fight. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. them later. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I thought it was. It must have been a good fight um, because uh, Packer walked away with two fat lips. Yeah. Which is, yeah, and a black eye. Well, she walked. He went into the fight with two fat lips, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just the family thing. But um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I think that um, if you're going to get into a fight, you, you want it to be a good fight. Mm. Like that was a bit embarrassing. I like I grew up in a pretty average, you know, rough kind of part of of Sydney, like a working class kind of mm. place. And and I I've never been in one of those fights. So what are billionaires doing to get into that? Yeah. Well, I've never like I was thinking this. Like, I I genuinely love UFC. I like pro wrestling. I played a bit of sport, but I've never in my life thrown a punch in anger. I've been in situations where, like, like actually a couple of weeks ago on the train, there was a guy on there was a guy there's Sydney Sydney on a Saturday night. There's a guy in a balaclava with a metal bar going around looking at people, smacking the seats. Going, what are you looking at? 
What are you looking at? And like in my head, like he didn't, of all the people in the train, he was a tiny guy. He went to everyone except for me. Like I was expecting him at some stage to come to me and I had my back out plan, but I didn't have to fight. And, Hmm. but yeah, like, but Jamie Packer, who's worth way more than I will ever, ever be financially. Yeah. He's punching on with his best mate. I mean, don't, don't be so sure this podcast could go nuts and you could be up there. Yeah, you could be opening casinos. Well, that, that'd be good. We'd, if, yeah, if we had a dollar from every, no, we'd probably need about probably about four hundred thousand from every. List. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tried to be a billionaire. Open no, casinos yeah. on the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah look, I, I think it's weird. I think it's something about not living in the real world. I yeah. think I, I like I like the idea that you know you can sort of it's like a lens on society how society's changed. I mean, you think back to like Roman times. Rich people used to get into stadiums and get poor people to kill each other. These days, well, we've got we've got billionaires punching each other for entertainment. It's, yeah, it's for excellent. the poor people's yeah, entertainment. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah. The other thing, like, <laughs> Gingell and Packer, like they're schoolmates. Like they've been best mates for th- I think that's thirty odd years. And like, like I've got mates like that, and I'm sure you've got mates like that. I've never punched on with them. We've nah. we've had the exchange of words. Was like, come on, mate, yeah. look after a drunk fun wrestle. Yeah, you know, which maybe maybe ends up in the shower. But no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. But um, yeah, I've got old mate. I've got a brother, and we used to yeah. we used to fight like that when we were teenagers. You yeah. know, but then we grew out of it. Yeah, yeah and we yeah. stopped doing it because we went, oh, you can yeah. get your face hurt. Yeah, I think I think you're right to say like it's just not in the real world. There's just there's something about. No filter, like no, not enough people saying no to these people. I don't think. Yeah, well, I mean, if, as soon as you have that conversation about take your um, TV satellite van away from my house because my supermodel girlfriend's in there, you're not in the real world. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I've never had that conversation with anyone. You know, I've never had to. Do, I mean, my wife's a good-looking woman, but I've never. She she doesn't go under the title of supermodel. You know, hand model. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Jamie mean. Packer. I mean, mate. I mean, if you look at all, what, what's he up to? Is he three wives now, or um, I think Kate Fisher? He was engaged. Yeah, he sold her, and yeah. then um, <laughs> he, got, she, he cost. I think she got a house in Bondi for. Then there was Jody Mears. Jody Mears. So he, uh, he, I think he, he, there was a takeover bid, uh, and Erica Baxter maybe came in, and so now, but then and then uh, Miranda Kerr. But it, it looks like uh, on the paper that it's it's back to. Erica Baxter, is that right? I think, well, actually, yeah, we've got... The, I don't know. Who are we up to here? He's, 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 he's trading and selling and uh, it's... Maybe he, maybe he won her in a bet. Oh, no, no. they're in a... F- he was with they his had a fight. No, they were at a funeral. For, yeah. oh, right. that, that's what he said. They Family just friend out, they just, Paul they just Ramsey. Out the front and, and Gindra just said, I'll fight you for it. And he said, okay. Yeah. 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 Or maybe, maybe get... Because there's a famous <laughs> story about his father, Kerry Packer. And with Kerry Packer, he's one of those Australians when in real life, he, he came across to me as a prick. Yeah. But he's beloved by Australia, so I think well, colourful character. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he was he owned television networks. He, uh, he invented one day cricket. He invented yep. one day cricket. That is, of course, what you know that gives him the right. Yeah. To um to, to have fights. But there's anyone. this famous story of him being in a, some casino in Las Vegas, and some Texas guy goes up to him and goes, "I'm worth 120 million," and Packer's like, "I'll flip you for it." And that, that, that's sort of like the, supposed to be the personification of the guy. Nice. He just has that confidence. But, I mean, Jamie mustn't be like, well, well, being a casino owner, maybe he knows the odds of winning a bet like that. So he's like, i got the reach over Dave Gingell. I think I can take him. Yeah. And I actually saw that picture. You're talking about you know seeing the picture through that News Corp watermark. Yeah. Um, initially, when I first saw it, I saw, oh, that's Packer. And I saw this sort of silver head 
guy with a bit of, bit of I don't know, I thought, is that Baz Luhrmann? Um, <laughs> I thought it actually, from behind, I thought, why is Pac having a punch-up with Baz Luhrmann? Well, I thought... Maybe I saw, he finally got around he to might have seen, Yeah, he saw <laughs> Australia. <laughs> no, we all wanted to crack at him. <laughs> I think Jamie would have been a much popular man. <laughs> yeah, but quite tired after watching the film. You yeah. wouldn't have the energy. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, after he's done with Baz, he'd be going for Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole, yeah, the whole billionaires. And what, what I don't get is, like, the tracky dacks. He's just like, admittedly, like the guy's just, fly- I think he'd flown in. So he'd been in the air. So you dress for comfort on the long flights. Yeah. But if were, they, were, they, was... were, they, were they like Qantas pajamas or something? No, that was, like I remember. Borrowed the... from uh, Foreign Minister Bob Carr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, but I, they were probably $80 tracky dacks. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, not gold, like the ones gold I've gold, gold, gold fleece. Yeah, he hadn't, gone, he hadn't gone to Lowe's. <laughs> Yeah, they they might have said on the back, you know, like juicy or one of those things <laughs> on the bum, Roxy. Yeah, because the girls have those, but why don't guys have things printed on their bottoms? That though? is That's true. What, we yeah. don't. You should have had something on there, maybe yeah. crown, crown, yeah, yeah, crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole game. Yeah, but it's just I don't know the. Well, when you say like the picture, when I saw it, um, of Ginjal with a beard, I thought I thought it was friend of the show Liam Nesbitt who runs because <laughs> he's got the. I'm like. Liam's punching on with a billionaire. Yeah, one of Man Choir. Yeah, Man Choir. <laughs> getting down there. I mean, it'd be great um, for publicity. Yeah, and and yeah, yeah Google image Liam Nesbitt, uh, and you'll see this um, hairy man. Yeah. Um. I, but um. No, I've lost it. I had a thought. It's gone. Oh, that's um, okay. It was going to be great, but uh, no, it's now it's not. Yeah. The whole but the whole billionaires like Australia. It must be the thing about Australia because our billionaires get a lot of press. Like, mm. you know, Lord Reinhardt, the miner, she, she's always in the press a lot. Um, and she's not a terribly nice individual from... And this is just going on her quotes. No, well, I mean, we, we want to talk about people from a, a basis of humanity. <laughs> she doesn't have much. No. You know, she thinks, oh, look, those, those people in Nigeria work for a dollar a week. Yeah. You know, why can't our workers? Like, okay, have you been to Nigeria? You know, she's one of those people who kind of uh, doesn't really think about humans... You know, I think she she eats their souls. Um, but, yeah. you know, look, I think that's it, being out of touch, being out of touch with the real man. Uh, some, some of her comments about, you know, uh, Australians just don't work hard enough and that's why they're all complaining about wages all the time. It's just, you know. Could we see her ridiculous. in a punch-up with Packer? That would be awesome. What do you think, Packer? What do you think? Because Cl- I was thinking Clive Palmer. Yeah. Oh, that is I reckon Clive, Clive is like... I think his defamation lawyers would have hated him going into parliament yeah, because parliamentary privilege is just cost. When he when he he loves to go the the allegations. What kind of fighter do you think Clive Palmer would be? I think Clive Palmer, like I mean, we've seen Packer and his his jujitsu prowess pretty efficient. Yeah. I think Clive Palmer would be one of those slappy hand fighters. I reckon he would just. I, I reckon he would just dazzle you with like. You just you just confuse the fuck out of you. you. Just talk. You just start talking to you and throwing haymakers, and, and, and you just be confused as hell. Be, by the time you've sort of gotten to the end of the first sentence, you're trying to figure out what the fuck he's talking about. Mm. He's clocked you, and you're out. That's it. I don't know. I think he'd just be all slappy. I think he'd be all hands. Like <laughs> I think you're. Right. I think get I away think, from me. Hands. I think being the dinosaur aficionado that he is, I think he'd yeah. be like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I think he'd be like short hands, and he'd use yeah. the stomach. Like he'd use his assets to sort yeah. of yeah. He'd be, he'd, that, he'd be mean, the raptor. Does that mean yeah. you just have to like stand still? And he wouldn't see you like a T Rex. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he can't. Would his arms reach beyond his tummy? Well, that, he'd have to have a good reach. I mean, he might have a good, you know, like belly bounce kind of, um, you know, like what, in the in the wild. You see those um, 
animals that Buck front heads together. But yeah, they front up and bam. Yeah. He'd be one of those. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that'd be the thing. What, what do you think? Like sumo star. So, yeah, think, totally. I think Gina would be the one. Like if I had to, if we had to put together our billionaires UFC tournament. Mm. I think Gina would be the one my money would be on. She'd be the dark horse. Yeah, I think down. she'd be... Like, I know she had the privileged upbringing, but I think she knows how to scrap. She might wait to, for the right moment to strike. I, I, I see her, and, and she just... I think she just wait carefully, and then fingernails in the eyes, bam. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> like, she you wouldn't get, know it's happening. The ref's back would be turned, and she'd just get Ching. that cheap shot, and then... Yeah, like Wolverine. Know, finish it off with the old <laughs> squirrel grip of the nuts, and she'd, yeah. she'd take it, yeah. Mm. I think Gina would be my favourite, yeah. Should be all right. Um, Rupert Murdoch, I know he's not technically a Australian citizen anymore. He's an American now. Um, I but think he, still... has, he, has a, he has a fair say, a fair say on our... Oh, on doesn't our... he get involved? I mean, gee, uh, more than, say, Donald Trump does. Um, but but Rupert kind of... Uh, you, you'd, you'd have to say he would... He'd, it'd be with the one circumstance he'd probably not win in, I think. No, see, physical I think, I think he'd be... Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns gets the ringers for the baseball? Yeah, <laughs> I see like you know all the billionaires rocking up for the tournament, and all of a sudden it's like Brock Lesnar. What are you doing here? I'm not Brock Lesnar. I am Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, he'd so hire he, the ringer. Yeah, or he would have some kind of uh, exoskeleton <laughs> robot suit built for him. Yeah, uh, and he'd be inside of it. Uh, for those who saw uh, the last Wolverine movie, um, you'd know what I'm talking about. And it'd be, it'd be that sort of thing. It'd be, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, my exoskeleton. Mm-hmm. And he'd defeat you with his... Um, his, with, ex- his with his adamantium. Yeah, his yeah. adamantium claws. Yeah. So I reckon yeah. what he'd do is he'd just he'd sit on you and then just he'd, his finishing move, he'd just pull out the Daily Telegraph and start reading Andrew Bolt's column to you. That'd be... He'd just yeah, put well, you into submission. Then yeah. the whole audience would go coma, to sleep. Coma induced. I thought you were going to say, just sit on you and fart dust because that's <laughs> pretty much I think what he's got there well, is he now he's in his 80s it's oh, something yeah, like that I, yeah I'm not seeing him winning any, any tournament to be honest he's just he's. I mean the only snap you'd hear is osteoporosis That's that'd be about it yeah but his son's quite fit that's the thing his son Lockheed. son Lock, Lockheed come in with his tattoos and his good looks has Lockheed got tattoos no he does I didn't yeah, know he's, that he's got some serious tattoos he's uh, Lachlan is I lo- he's Probably, if they had a TV executive's Hall of Fame for bad mm. decisions, Lachlan would be in there. Which is that for buying Channel Ten? Channel 10 no, 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 no. I um, when he took over Channel Ten, he had a couple of TV show ideas. Um, the Breakfast Show was his idea. He championed that. Right. The Lara Bingle Show. He championed that. What about a Lara Bingle Breakfast Show? Oh well, now there's sad, a show. It's a sad thing he's moved on to News Corp. Yeah, because that's. I don't, uh, I don't think she eats breakfast. No, but she can do a <laughs> she show. She can't spell it. <laughs> oh no, she's um, apparently sold her pad or selling her pad. I saw this uh, on the on the news. Uh, Lara Bingle selling her pad, which is an actual and a house. Uh, if you're confused, it's a house. Yeah, it's not something with wings. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, no. I was little. Yeah, yeah. it's like wow, she's targeting the creepy Japanese old man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but that's she's, by the she's, by. She's really. filling vending machines in Japan right now. Is she better. is she married to Sam Worthington or is it? No, they're just they. Because I heard the, I saw Lara being a Worthington wedding on a headline. Right, they're they're good for each other. 
Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, headline? What, are you, what, what are you reading again, Mark? Are you reading like like New Idea or something again? Well, What's you're going in the on? Supermarket. The magazines yeah, are there. The magazines like, are what headline. are the this, what this, are the Kardashians up to? Just, 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 Mark, in, just in case me. you're wondering, this is like the, the the height of the investigative stuff that, that Mark does. He's like just seeing the impulse items in the supermarket. Really, they're getting married? Oh my god! It's Fact always it's good research, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I saw it next to a Mars bar. <laughs> no, but I, like, I, got, I always. <laughs> Or they're called Earth now. They've rebranded them. No, no the um, but uh, like the whole like when you're in the line, like I was, I shop. I work in the city three days a week, and I shop at Woolworths the Express one, and the line's pretty long. Yeah. So you sit there and you look at the magazine. So much for Express. Well, yeah, yeah. It's in the that, that's what they use to justify jacking up the prices ten percent. But every like the one that fascinates me, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I swear. One week they're together, the next week they're apart, then they're together, they're apart. They must just have like three different stories that they shuffle around. I think they've just got they've got a controlling interest in in the paparazzi arm or, or whatever. Like they just, they're making money out of their own. No, those things generating. are true. I've read those articles; they're all true because <laughs> a friend close to the couple said, <laughs> yeah. and, that, and if a friend's close to the couple, they're going to know, um, or an inside source. No, you can't have an inside source who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, that's those. Those are real. That's journalism. Oh, that's well. It's funny you say this. I've got a, a friend of a friend of a friend. I'll, I'll, I'll distinguish that so we don't just. They are Nicole Kidman's personal assistant. Right now, I was at a barbecue with this friend of a friend of a friend, and we knew what she did. And you sort of like, oh, what? Are you? And she goes, oh, I can't say. I've signed a confidentiality. Yeah, can't talk. Yeah. And like for two hours, I, and she gave nothing away. Oh, like yeah. she wouldn't say anything at all. No, well, I, I actually I know someone who who did that job too yeah. once, uh, not anymore. Um, but yeah, couldn't what, for couldn't, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, for Nicole Kidman, it sounds yeah. like everyone's had a go. Um, well, I, when, when, <laughs> I was, when I was when I was working for Nicole Kidman, <laughs> yeah, no, but I guess you know you, you don't you don't want to uh, get in the wrong side of uh, of that money. Yeah, well, I'm, no. yeah, I'm sure that, that yeah, because they can actually afford lawyers to. Yeah, 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 we can yeah. threaten it, but let's be honest, we can't afford a lawyer. They go, yeah. take me for everything I've got, um, yeah. and they come and they'll take this lounge oh, that I'm well, sitting on. I don't even think that's mine. I think my <laughs> my assets on paper are like three scrubs, DVDs, and some credit card debt. He's, he's they'll stole, take that. He stole that lounge from Nicole Kidman. So. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, she gave it was a parting gift when I went for a job. She's like, take the lounge. Yeah, it's got, got that smell of Hollywood. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's actually, you call it a lounge. It was when she was with Tom, he used to call it a king-size bed. <laughs> it, is, it, it is a futon-y type thing, isn't yeah, it? it folds, folds down. down yeah. Which have, is great. have you checked it for bugs and like recording devices? Well, no, but it's just full of all Scientology pa- paraphernalia. Right, right. Which, you know, yeah. Great. Scientology um, pamphlets are incredibly comfortable to sit on. Yeah. I did a Scientology personality test once, oh, um, you know, in the, 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 the corner. Yeah. Uh, this was years ago before I, I knew what was going on, and I did the... and. Well, it turns out that I actually had a personality, um, and the guy who was doing the test didn't. So, um, so I won. Excellent. You're yeah. doing better than me. I'm banned from the one in Broadway. Like the, I went yeah. in, me and a mate went in to do the testing, and they took us in, and we just couldn't stop laughing because it was so funny. And like the question, and they're just like, "No, you're not taking this seriously. Please leave." Don't. Yeah, right. Like they, uh, That's they, how you do it. They must have sensed. I think maybe they scanned my credit card and realized this guy can't afford us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it is quite costly religion. Apparently. Yeah. Look, I don't know the the facts, and and I'm not here to malign religions uh, generally because it's that, everyone that, can, that, 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 that won't you know, hurt if you don't know the facts. That won't hurt with you. Yeah, with you everyone yeah, can yeah. choose what they want to choose, yeah. but it shouldn't cost that much. No, 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 it should be yeah, it should be free or at least or at least you know you at least get an, a signed picture from Tom every now and then. I would like, yeah, I'd love that. That'd, that'd be great. That'd be a good recruit. Only in his um, maybe in his born on the fourth of July phase where he had long hair going on the, and a moustache. I want one of those ones signed. That'd be yeah, yeah. that'd be a good. One. It's funny. It must be thinking of religions at the moment. Like 
down at Sydney Uni. Yes, I go to the gym at Sydney Uni, and the Jehovah's Witnesses, they were standing, poor guys, it was a rainy day, and they were in their, there was three gentlemen in their suits handing out, or trying to hand out, because none of the students wanted anything. It must be recruiting season for them. Yeah, I don't know how that works, um, like bikes and suits. Like, riding a, a bike, you need to be comfortable. And a suit just doesn't suit it, doesn't fit. Uh, mm. It's not, it's not, they need to change their, they need to get in Lycra. Well, around here, that, like, it's, that almost fit in a lot more. They could get the, you know, instead of having, you know, like the sponsorship mm. and all that on the Lycra suit, they could have, you know, their Jesus this, their Austin, oh, sorry, John 316 that, all the... Yeah, religion, look, I mean, marketing is a big thing for religion, mm. isn't it, these days? Like, the new Pope is actually making people go, oh, it's not so bad. He's he's, you know, he's got some good ideas. Yeah, like and and that's what you need. You need you need you need a good figurehead. Tom Cruise wasn't wasn't it? He was crazy. Yeah, yeah. The couch you know? thing. They must have said, "Oh, we we should we should have we should have pushed Travolta a little harder." Yeah, and the, the Mormons don't have anyone out, out there, do they? They well, don't have anyone. Well, they nearly had a president. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> well yeah, yeah. yeah no, nah, Mitt yeah. wasn't going to win. He wasn't really nearly no, but he was a yeah. Anyway, you, well, I, think you get the, the I think to be honest, I think the South Park boys are probably Mormon's biggest seller with the Book of Mormon. <laughs> Book of Mormon, yeah, that, that's right. That, yeah, have you you've seen? I, the I, I've seen some bits from the the show. I, I think look, can't wait till it comes to Australia. I, I saw it in LA, and it's. I think it does more. It sells Mormonism. It's more positive to Mormonism than against it. Really? It's not. Yeah, I find that incredibly hard to. So play. do I. <laughs> no, it's. I would. Yeah. I went in expecting it to be because my history with Mormonism. My first ever girlfriend was a Mormon, and my dad. My dad stays out of my life. Did she have magic underpants? <laughs> it was way too early to even get into oh, that. Okay. So we're talking like. <laughs> You know the fourteen, fifty. Yeah, right. didn't get into her underpants. Yeah, no. yeah, right. I went to private school. We didn't. We didn't even think of that stuff. Okay, right. Yeah. Holding hands was you know the fifth base. Wow, Th- that just goes to show my knowledge of the whole concept of bases. But like my my dad has <laughs> never stayed. He's never stayed. He's all. But this he said, "Can you please break up with this girl?" And I go, "Why, dad?" Yeah. And he goes, "Well, look, it's bad enough that she's a Mormon." He goes, "He goes, that's okay," but her father was every time like we went to dinner. Her father was an insurance salesman and a Mormon. So he'd either be trying to sell my dad on the church or an insurance policy. Right. Wow. And my dad's just like, that's a, yeah, that's insurance, a double- an insurance salesman, religious person. That's just a peculiar brand of cognitive dissonance, isn't it? Oh, right. I mean, I'll, I'll jump in and say that my, my, my dad was an insurance salesman, but I mean, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't a Mormon. Nah. Um, I mean, not to say that if you're a Mormon, there's good people out there. Who are oh, yeah. we're, not, we're not maligning Mormonism no, 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 no. as a whole. I mean, yeah. she was a lovely yeah. girl, and she still is. We're friends on Facebook still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I don't I don't think you should sell anything um, that people don't want. Yeah, you know, I, that's why I or could never be or don't need or, or don't need. Like I, I I worked in retail once, you know, years ago when I was young, younger, and uh, and people would come into the shop. It was a stationary shop. People come in, if they wanted something, they'd ask for it. They'd, you'd sell it to them, they'd go. If people don't walk in, well, you don't go up to people and go, hey, hey, you, you want some paper? You need paper. <laughs> well, I don't need, I, I, I could never do that. I could never direct sell to anyone. And I think that's the same with religion. If they, if they need it, they'll come find it. Yeah, I think, I think that's pretty much a, yeah, a fair view. Like, that's the thing I like. Your beliefs are your beliefs, my beliefs are my beliefs, Ryan's beliefs are his beliefs. And it's like, we're and cool with that. mine are the ones that are right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I mean, if yeah. I'm struggling... Yeah, whatever gets you through. If yeah. I'm thinking I'm having a bad day and I'm thinking about it, maybe I'll chat to Ryan about it. But 
Ryan mm. shouldn't be coming up to me saying, hey, buddy, you want to... Beelzebub um, is my friend. Let's make him yours as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's join the Kiss Army. Indeed. <laughs> exactly. Well, there we go. Now, you've, re- you've written the book. That's I'm impressed. I've read you. Now, the book is called 9-11 and the Art of Happiness. Yeah. Some people find when, when I'm at gigs and I... Uh, and I, if I say I wrote a book, they don't take it very seriously. What like they go? They think I'm making some off joke about nine eleven because I'm a comedian, and they go, "Whoa, whoa what are you? What's that about?" But yeah, it is actually a serious book. It's mm. not a comedy book. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, it's it's a very it's a very like I read when I read it. I think it's about three times when the tears came to the eyes. Oh, it's well, there was one part, and I don't want to spoil it. That there's a, you talk about your son in the book that situation. I almost stopped reading the book at that point and wanted to call a friend, a mutual friend of ours, Jonas Holt, to go, is Simon's son okay? Like, <laughs> it was you really, like, it is such an emotional book. Like, Yeah, well, I mean, I, the book is about uh, a 10-year period of my life, starting with September 11, 2001, which happens to be the day um, my mum passed away in one of the planes. Yeah, so... Um, uh, flight 77 hit the Pentagon. So my mum was on that flight and, uh, and that was the beginning of a, a, a whole new challenge in my life, a whole set of circumstances, which uh, was strange, uh, amazing, challenging and weirdly enough, sometimes rewarding. And uh, so 10 years from that, and within that 10 years, you're talking about a moment where my wife was in Hong Kong with our three-month-old mm. son uh, and he got really, really sick, and they end up in hospital. And we almost lost him. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's, I don't think it's a, um, it's a spoiler to tell you. He's, yeah. he's absolutely fantastic now. He's a four-year-old boy, and he's really healthy and quite cheeky. Um, but, um, but, yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a grueling, grueling moment. Seriously lacking any comedy moments, I can tell Yeah, you no, know. no. Well, it was just the point. I remember reading it because... I was, it was one of like, I read, I was, my girlfriend was in the city, she had a meeting and I just said, oh, look, I'll just sit in the food court and wait for you, you do that. And I was, I was at that and I was reading, I was reading, I was reading, and my girlfriend goes, I'm ready. And I go, I just need 20 more minutes. And I'm, I just flew through the book. And the book is like, obviously like this, this instigation of it, you know, your mum passing away, it's tragic. But the way you dealt with it, like the book reaffirms my faith in a lot of individuals and a lot of situations, like you mentioned Qantas in there, how much they helped you in the initial phase. And that mm. to me is something like I'd never even considered, you know, an airline, you know, my views of Qantas are flying with them and what I read in the papers about Yeah, them. right. But like yeah. it's little things like that that just, yeah, you can't believe in the situation how much, like just that company, for instance, went out of the way. Yeah, like they, that's right. And look, it's funny. Um, I mean, a lot of people might argue, oh, but you know, there was just a code share with American Airlines. So, you know, they, they had to do it or whatever. And, mm. and they didn't, what happened was, I mean, Qantas basically helped us get our, you know, get my brother over from London, get family, mm. you know, from Canada and, and, and get everyone together um, mm. just after 9 11 happened. And they, and they, they worked their ass off. Mm. Um, and made life a lot easier for us. Mm. Um, and it's something, it's, it's funny, you look at companies and you think companies are only really out there for themselves. Yeah. Um, but this is something that they did without any expectation of uh, publicity around mm. it. And they didn't get any. Yeah. You know, they just, they just did it. Uh, and um, mm. they just, they basically kind of became our, um, I don't know, like a, like a personal assistant for us during yeah. the time and, and making things happen. 
which is um, amazing. And and I think it's well, – I guess what I'm trying to say is that companies – there are companies that mm. feel an obligation to do the right thing, you know, when they can. Um, and obviously, Qantas has copped a lot of flack for, you know, sacking people and trying to move off operations offshore. Mm. You know, that's business operations and that's going to happen. Um, but it doesn't mean when the chips are down they don't help out. You know, look yeah. at Bali bombings. Um mm. Situations like that, um, the tsunami uh, in uh, in Thailand, mm. and 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 quite a some of those companies that you know they still they still have an investment in Australians, yeah, emotionally, yeah, and yeah, so you know, hats off, hats off to them. You know, funnily enough, um, there's a there's a, a character in the book, if I can call her a character, um, who we met through, uh, and she was our our one go to person, Qantas, and uh, and we're still friends with her. And she's coming for dinner tonight, actually. Oh, nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it, it's, 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 the book highlights a lot of people who sort of helped me through a really ordinary mm. time. Um, and it's not till I actually sat down to write the book and look back at all the people who actually did help that I realized how much of it I didn't do on my own. Yeah, my, my wife, for instance. Who, mm, uh, yeah. You know, you know, I think, God, if it wasn't for her, who knows – what gutter I'd be in right now. Mm. So, mm. yeah, and, and trying to be a comedian at the same time, that's another challenge again. I don't know how, like, I don't, yeah, that's the part for me. Like, did you, how much, like, 2000, did you, how long, I've, I know it was in the book, how long was it before you went back on stage? Um, so, September to uh, December. So, December was, was when I got back, 2001. So, it was, it was you know, only a couple of months, really, or a few yeah. months at the most. Um yeah, it was. It was. It felt like soon. It felt really soon. Mm. Um, I guess it sort of was. But comedy is one of those things, and, and you guys know that if you have a break from it for a while, you get pretty rusty. Yeah. And the longer you leave it, the harder it is when to get back, because you start to feel really like, oh, I can't even remember my own ideas. And so I thought, yeah. I've got to get into this. If I'm going to do this for a living, I've got to get back. So. Um, so I did in the December of 2001. So. Yeah. Cause I remember like a couple of years ago, I lost one of my best mates and it was at a point when like, I just thought to myself, I don't know if I want to get up. I can't see the, the funny anymore. Mm. And it wasn't and, like to my mind, like it was, we lost him tragically and oh, on the, on a, it was, I think I found it on a Tuesday and I was like, well, that's it. I canceled like my next month's worth of gigs and it wasn't until the memorial service. So I remember I got up and. I had to give a speech at his memorial and I sort of opened with a little, not, a, I know this sounds horrible, but I opened up with a little joke and I just, I got a chuckle from his mum and from there I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm overreacting. Like, you know, I'm upset I've yeah. lost my mate, but just getting that reaction out of his mum in what was probably the worst moment of her life mm. was just sort of like, I'm like, you know, there is something in the laughter, like, you know. Totally. The- yeah. Because there's a good reason for it to be there. Yeah. And, um. And, and and people who've who've read the book um, have often said to me, "Oh, you know, I was crying," and then there were bits where I was laughing, mm. and I was really conflicted by about that. And go, well, that is that is life. Yeah, you know, if if you um, fail to see the light lighter side of things, then you're kind of failing to really see the whole picture. Mm. Um, life is is full of that. I one of my my mother's best friends actually passed away a week ago, and uh, I went to. Uh, her um her funeral I had to speak as well and um 
and and there were things that I would say about her personality and things that she did, which got a which got a laugh from the congregation. And the reason being is because um, there's two sides to a coin. There's the dark and there's the light, mm. and you know you can't have have only one. You know, if you want to see the whole person, and I think that's that's great. That's that, and that's why life, what life needs, it needs a, it needs the laughter, mm. God, and you know, and that's even in a serious book like mine. I think there's 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 humour to be found. There is, there is yeah. absolutely, and sort of like there's also like we mentioned, there's also um some other individuals in there, like Adam Hills in there, mm. reaffirms my view. Like I've dealt with him too in the situation. Like he's he reached out to you at that time. And sort of, yeah, it was amazing, like, the comedy community. Did you feel like there was... Because this is before my time, 2001, in comedy. Like, I started out... When did I start? I think about 2005, 2006. Was there sort of a community around that time, or was it... Yeah, look, I, that's that's the good thing about being a comedian, is that, um, I mean, you can be in the industry and, and, and funnily enough, not even work with, hmm. with people um, that you know exist around you. And as the circumstances tend to... Fall, you don't end up ever gigging with people, mm. which is kind of weird. You, you all know of each other, um, but there is a certain camaraderie yeah. as well at, um, that comedians mm. tend to look after their own mm. because they're like a bunch of um, I don't know gypsies who don't have a home, and and we all suffer the same griefs and the same problems and the same challenges. And then when something happens that makes it even harder for one of us, then everyone sort of says, you know, and I think the comedy community. Um, they did look after me, and probably in a way that I didn't even realise. I think um, most comedians probably, if they knew I was there, probably steered away from doing any of their nine and eleven related material. I don't know. No one's ever told me that, but I, I know that's probably the case. Most guys probably did. Mm. Going, you know what? I'll leave that out. Simon's here. He probably doesn't need to hear that. Um, which is, you know, that's guesswork on my part. But knowing how the comedy community works. I reckon that's probably what happened a lot of time. Which probably because you know you know yourself if you were in the same like you you'd do the same thing. Have you ever been in that situation where you shielded, like you've not used a piece of material because there was somebody there that you didn't want to hear it? Yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of moments like that. But I know if uh, you know if, if there was someone right there and there was something, I would probably just leave it out. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I I'm, think more experienced comics can probably do that because they got more material to draw from so yeah yeah some of the open mic the open mic scene mightn't have that yeah they, they, they go if i take that out i've got nothing i've got, yeah. nothing. I've got four minutes yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah. i'm amazed like like because you, you lost your mother the fact that your book is dealing with you don't sort of there's no blame there there's no you, you lack of ang- like as a person now anger towards the whole situation that's what amazed me with it like yeah how did you how do you get through that like obviously Every year you're going to be reminded of the circumstances because you know there's memorial and it's something that's in the papers a lot. Mm. Do you sort of does it drag up memory? Like, do you ever do you ever feel that anger? Like, or is it a case of you just miss your mum? Yeah. Look, um, the thing that makes me angry generally is is you know the word I used earlier was humanity. The lack of a lack of humanity is what really upsets me. And um, it, it's not um, anger towards people that, you know, that did this sort of thing. I think there's um, a lot of misguided individuals that mm. uh, in the world. Like, I think there's a lot of 
you know, terror groups prey on the naive uh, to um, to do their work, uh, and those people uh, are, are also kind of victims in their own way. Uh, even though they do some pretty horrible things, I think that you know they've already lost um, once they they go down that road. Um, I I also think that being angry about things like this is, is counterproductive to, to to life, to happiness. I think I don't think that being ang- ang- angry can help you be a happy person. Um, and I heard someone describe once is that, that that holding on to hatred against somebody is akin to you drinking the poison and hoping that they'll die. Like it's it's only going to ruin you. Mm. And and as soon as I started to look at life from this other direction, I, it made it a lot easier for me. I thought, how how can I change the world? It's not going to be by being an angry guy. It's going to be by getting out there and uh, telling people what I think about the world and how the world should be and what it shouldn't be uh, through comedy. Yeah, um, Comedy is the, is the great um, communicator. I think um, there was a survey done where people were, were shown news in America, actual news broadcasts, which yeah, I wonder if they're actual news anyway, and the Daily Show and the Colbert Report. And they retained more information and understanding of the news from watching the Daily Show and the Colbert Report than mm. they did from watching the actual news. Because mm. comedy has that ability to sort of get in, inside of your head and yeah. connect with you. Um, so, yeah, um, why be angry when you can you know get out there and spread the joy and, and you can actually teach people at the same time? Oh, no, very serious stuff. No, no, <laughs> no. It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't recommend this book enough. Simon Kennedy, 9-11 and the Art of Happiness. Available in all good bookstores. Pick it up. And the, and the shit bookstores too. And the too. shit bookstores. Yeah. Well, there's not many bookstores left anymore. No. It's quite, is it an e-book yet? Or it is, is it, an e-book, yeah. An e-book, it's there on, you go. It's on uh, Apple iBooks. It's uh, Kobo, if that's a thing, I think. Um, Amazon, Kindle, probably on Tinder. Tinder. Yeah, it's Tinder. on Grinder. I don't know. If it's on, <laughs> if it's on Tinder, give it. Is it the yeah. right swipe? Right, right swipe. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little everywhere. too quickly there, buddy. A little too quickly. Hey, oh, we've just talked about Tinder so much in this show. I know exactly how it works. That is true. That is I've true. I've never um, looked at Tinder. I know of it, but I, I have. But and I know my girlfriend's listening to this. Well, she was there. <laughs> when I was a friend of our Jasmine, the interns on Tinder, and right. I had a phone one day, and I was playing with Tinder. It was yeah. It's it's, it's, it's an experiment. It's, I might just I might put it on my wife's phone. Put on my phone and then see if she's interested. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> see what happens. Oh, that, that could be a good. Say, oh, someone in the front room likes me. <laughs> oh, nice. Some, someone two meters away. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean she left swiped? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there you go. Well, thank. You. Well, I think it's time for our regular segment, Ryan's random question. Uh-huh. We haven't got entrance music. We still don't. Are you, you, so you're not going to do the entrance music anymore? Well, I'm worried Johnny Carson's going to sue us. There you go. There you go. Ryan's random questions. Number one. The recent billionaire punch-on was enjoyed by many Australians. How much stupider can this country get? Heaps, a lot. Heaps stupider. <laughs> yeah. Heaps stupider. I reckon um, it's, uh, it's when um, rivaling morning show hosts, uh, breakfast show hosts, uh, punch-on. Uh, Stefanovic, Carl Stefanovic versus Koshy. Oh, That's when it's, that will be it yeah. in Martin Place. Yeah, yeah it's got to happen. I, I want that. Yeah, I'd say yeah. the Channel Ten breakfast present, but I can't even name them. <laughs> oh no, actually, I, I did. James Matheson. Oh, oh yeah, of lovely course. guy, um, yes. and of course Natasha Billing, who, who I, know, I know reasonably well, and yeah. she's 
not only attractive woman, she's very smart. I don't know how many people are watching the show. That's not up to me. Um, but I've never been able to watch those breakfast shows, those, I, those morning shows. They, no, go for, so they go for like three hours and they're just like this you're not, It's not designed to sit down and watch end-to-end. It's like I used to, before ABC News 24, you get up, I used to usually get up at seven, yeah. you turn the TV on, you get your news, you go have your shower and you just, you keep your head in while you get ready. So it's all designed for soundbite. It's like, oh yeah, that's mm. that. And you're like, oh, they're playing a song at eight. I'll watch that, then I'll go to work. Yeah, right. It's not designed to... No. So it's just background noise. I'm yeah. too busy getting children dressed to watch <laughs> television. That's what happens. You get children. Yeah. And you've got to tell them to eat and tell them to get dressed. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Why don't and, they just eat and get dressed? And plus, the morning show's not on because, you know, some children's television show is on instead. Or... Yeah, there'll be something on ABC for kids. Yeah. Peppa yeah. Pig. Yeah. I tell you what, as soon as Koshy and Stefanovic start saying... All right, kids, now get get dressed and eat your breakfast. Then I'll turn it on. <laughs> there you go. Right. Time check, time check. Yeah. Ready for school. All right. Uh, number two, is the book better than the movie? Depends. Well, I, I haven't got a movie of my book. So, <laughs> yeah, <it's> so <laughs> the book is better than the movie at this point in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, movie rights, if you want to buy them, you know, yeah. uh, I'll put them on eBay. Well, that'd be a good yeah. one, eBay. Would you want to play yourself or would you... In a movie about me? Or would you cast... Who, who could play? Well, they'd have to shave their head if they're not already bald. Um, Bruce Willis is too old to play me. Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel. He's pretty fit. I, I'd go with that. Yeah. I thought maybe Ryan Reynolds if he shaved his head, you know. Cause yeah, right. Yeah. He seems good looking enough. <laughs> and he might be ready like this. I'd imagine the book of this would be a bit more, it'd be a, a, a grittier. Well, it'd be serious. It'd be an Oscar yeah. winner. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Ryan's uh, re- he's ready to make that jump. Yeah. After the Green Lantern, he's got to do something. Yeah, doesn't yeah. he? he? He is prone to a clunker, isn't he? He's got some Reynolds. shocking films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless, of course, they're going to finally get the movie version of Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Uh, I think I, the world's ready for that. For it's that. called Two Girls, One Cup, I think. <laughs> That's um, Ryan Reynolds is the cup. <laughs> yeah, he's the cup. Actually, I, Ryan Reynolds, in his defense, I interviewed him once back when I was working on Nova Radio, um, and uh, he, was, he was great. It was him and Jessica Beale. Um, who's wow. quite a good-looking woman, um, and it was they were doing Blade, the Blade Three, Blade Blade Trinity, I think it was called, and they were promoing it. Yeah, right. So they were going around and, and sort of interview, interviewed them, uh, myself and uh, Steve Philp, uh, comedian Steve Philp, I think, oh, friend of the show. He's I think it was Steve. Been on a couple of episodes. Know, someone. It could have been some other um, other comedian that I worked with. Now I can't remember, but um, he does the best Australian accent, Ryan Reynolds, not Steve Philp. <laughs> um, he does, but uh, great Australian accent. Oh, really? Really convincing. Yeah. Well, there you go. We, um, this movie's cut. There you go. All we need is someone to buy the rights. Yeah. So there you go. That's why he's uh, top of the list. Uh, Jessica Beale, on the other hand, really boring interview. It's just sat there. Right. So we'll we need to cast your wife, Jessica Beale's not. No. She's not it. No. She's I think maybe it. Emma Stone, because she's got red hair. My wife's a redhead. Emma Stone. Yeah, I would approve of that as well. Yeah, That's and I fine. could, um, you know, just vet her. Somewhere. <laughs> Excellent. Somewhere. So, so what, <laughs> when, you, when you say depends, Mark, what do you mean depends? Well, it depends on what the book and the movie is. I mean, there's a... Yeah, right, there's, of course. Back to that question, which Caddy, is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caddyshack's a great, is a great movie. It's probably one of my favourites. Is there a book? Yes. Was the is book, there really? No, it's that, been based there is on a movie. Book. Was well, there a book is, first? Based, no, no. Oh, it's, right. They've just... They've like, oh, we've knocked out a book on it. Yeah, 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 so yeah right. I think it depends whether... I generally think if the book came first, it's probably 
better, but yeah. if it's after yeah, the yeah. movie, no. Well, I mean, I, I, we've got the book of um, at home of uh, the film, the Disney film Frozen. Um, the book, yeah, um, in my was actually it's a coloring book, <laughs> so it's not as good as the movie until you color it in. So you know, I'm not yeah. sure if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Probably does. It's just one of those pet hates of mine. People who like snobbishly say, "Oh, I've read the book; it's so much better." And it's like, well. I don't know. I actually don't think that books and movies are even broadly comparable in a lot of ways. Just, it's yeah. like I, I generally hate and... people who go, I don't watch television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like... Well, it's, miss... a, it's a wonderful thing. I, I tend to watch movies and not yeah. read that many books, mm. um, which is weird, you know. Like, I'm actually... I'm doing the Sydney Writers' Festival in this month, and I feel like I, I don't get up there and say, I don't really read books. Well, it's um, like... Um, <laughs> watch, <laughs> Watch That's movies. You know? Shane Warne's autobiography, the first paragraph is like, I've never read a book in my life. Two chapters in, it's like, yeah, that's apparent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So, but you're, I mean, obviously, you talk about that. Like, your comedy is writing. So, you, yeah. yeah. I write more than I read. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Question number three. If it was up to you, what would be the statute of limitations on spoilers? Oh, right. Um, that's a tough one. Yeah, like okay, like let's just for instance say you know the the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah, can or we talk about like that, that now? Or, That's a how how, yeah. how long ago was which Breaking I haven't Bad? even watched. I haven't watched. I've watched one episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, because um, I don't know how to illegally bit torrent or anything like that. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so that'd be one of those things. If someone told me how that all ends and yeah. whatnot, it'd probably make me not watch the series. Yeah, now because I'm talking about going back to watch the series, and they'd be like, yeah. I mean, what about a spoiler on the the end of Lost? That'd be great because that way at least I'd know what happened. Yeah. Because I've watched it and I still don't know Not what sure. happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, well, see, yeah. and that's the thing, really. I suppose that's the, the crux of the question is like these days, it's almost like not the done thing to just discuss a show and with shows like Lost mm. or Breaking Bad there's loads of theories going around about what the last episode of that all meant are you, you, know, you sort of feel like you're not allowed to talk about it at all because there might be somebody within earshot who you like just going to ruin their life because they won't get to experience it for the first time themselves see my personality I, type is I when I when growing up I loved wrestling now pro wrestling you used to get the magazine before you'd get the TV show yeah. so you'd be like oh Hulk Hogan's got the belt hang on he's fighting at Wrestlemania 5 obviously so I'm used to knowing yes. the end yeah and so for me you but can still, tell but still gaining I'll, enjoyment out yeah, of wrestling like too. I knew yeah. Breaking Bad I when Breaking Bad I followed the series and I read read what happened in the final episode before I watched it yeah and it does yeah so you can it's, ruin it for you no not at all um what about um oh. I also went into the movie The Sixth Sense, knowing that Bruce Willis was dead. Oh, right. Because Nathan Lane, actually, the actor Nathan Lane, went on okay. the Leno show the week it was released Blew and it. said, well, we all know Bruce is dead. And, this, yeah, like, Leno's like, yeah. oh, and yeah. Oh, they, no. See, yeah. That, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah that, that one, like, the whole I think that thing to about me, the film. That's the only benefit of that film, really. For me, yeah. I don't mind. Like, if you say to me, oh, I watched Breaking Bad, this, oh, what happens? It's not going to affect me, but I wouldn't go out there like I wouldn't get on stage. Or I'm on stage tonight in Wollongong. I'm not going to open with. Did you guys see the ending of Breaking Bad? How? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I don't want to ruin it for anyone else. I'm, yeah, my, I don't know. My worst ever spoiler story is uh, when the Phantom Menace came out. Now, in hindsight, not that big a fan of the Phantom Menace, the prequel trilogy mm-hmm. of Star Wars at all. But in the lead up to it coming out, I was on full spoiler alert. Like I just avoided all yeah. mention of the movie. Didn't want to know a thing about it. Wanted to go and experience the whole thing beginning to end without having known anything about it. I, I, I got through like 
because you know how they hype those movies up. Mm. Like so, like three months of of hype for this movie coming. Managed to avoid all of it. The the day before I went to see it, I was just flicking around on the TV, changed channels, and there's Angela Bishop, and she's <laughs> saying, and she's saying, so obviously you won't be back for the sequel. Cut to Liam Neeson. Oh, oh that's tough. <laughs> that's a bit rough. I was just like, no. So yeah, like the biggest spoiler of the movie. Yeah, like Qui Gon Jinn dies, and uh, I knew before I went to watch the movie after three no months way. of avoiding it. Thanks, Angela Bishop. Yeah. There you go. I'm glad. Well, don't follow Angela Bishop on Twitter now. I hear that's all she does. She just spoils all the movies. Yeah. And don't follow Bronwyn Bishop because she does it too. She spoils everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I don't spoilers. I don't. Soccer fans are always like, don't tell me because I've recorded the show. Don't I'm tell watching me the it score. later. And don't, yeah. you know, don't tell me the score. Well, it's going to be tough with the World Cups in Brazil this year. And yeah. I mean, the games, what are they? Is it? Is it? I'm bad with time zones. Yeah, is it morning or is it late night? Oh, I didn't even know. Because, I mean, I would imagine, you know, it's going to be like you get to work and, you know, like, I'm not going to stay up to watch a World Cup. Man. Like, I'm not going to get up at 3 a.m. I think it'll be it. in the middle of the night, won't it? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I could imagine it'd be pretty tough. Like, you'd probably have to tape a lot of games. Yeah. I, I actually, personally, when something's happening live, I'm like, if I miss it when it's happening live, I'm not going to then go and sit in a room later and pretend it's happening now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I find that's a bit weird. It is yeah. pretty strange. Isn't like, it? it's like, I'm pretending that this is 10 hours ago. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in a I'm in a TARDIS and I've come back in time. Don't ruin it for me. I think you know what? It happened. Mm. Yeah. It's like, you know, the news, right? The news. If you turn on the news, um no one records the news and watches that later. Go, don't tell me, don't tell me who got <laughs> shot. Don't tell me who got shot in Parramatta McDonald's. I don't want to know. Um I just want to see it for myself, you know. I don't know, spoilers. It doesn't bother me. If, if someone spoils something for me, yeah, whatever. Yeah, mm. I think, I mean, if it's something like, like I think for me the only thing at the moment, like I follow AFL, like my team's Geelong. AFL Grand Final, I'm probably going to try and watch it live. It'd have mm. to be something pretty special for me not to. And yeah. I mean, to be honest, I'd want to know if Geelong won or lost because I'm not going to watch my, a replay of my team losing. That's it, exactly. I think it's weird if people, you yeah. know, wait and, and, and they watch their team lose not in real time and be disappointed not in real time. Yeah. Why, why don't you not go through that anguish and just find out? Yes, indeed. You know, I'll call me old-fashioned. Yeah. It's mm. the emotional roller coaster of sports supporting, I suppose. I reckon the statute of limitations on these things, and I've thought about this a lot, as you can tell, should be like divided up depending on what you're talking about. For a TV series, I'd mm. give it 12 months. For a movie, once it's on DVD, you're done. Mm. Like this spoil, you, just spoil, you can just spoil those. I'm, I'm, I, I DVD think- release is a good... That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. A good tester for the yeah. statute. Yeah. That, that, that could only last a couple more years because I, I, I don't think you're going to have long-term stocks in DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, yeah. iTunes release. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. When, it, when yeah. it hits iTunes. Yeah, and in a book, I think you can just, you know, whatever, just spoil it straight away. Particularly if it's a classic. Well, see, I had that happen to me in year eight. I was reading um, Cujo by Stephen King, and a guy yeah. just walked past. He goes, oh, yeah, that's that's a good book. This happens. And I'm like, I'm on page one. You just ruined the yeah. book. It is. If, someone's, if you can see someone's walking into the cinema to see the film, or they say, I'm going to go and see that movie tonight, yeah. don't say anything. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Leave it. Say, yeah. oh, you'll like that. It's very exciting. Yeah. Like, Ooh. like Simpson style, Homer walking out of uh, the first Star Wars movie, like The Empire Strikes Back. Who would have known he was Luke's father <laughs> yeah. the whole entire time? <laughs> and the line's like, ah, oh, thanks for ruining the movie, pal. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I, I, when I went to see, so I'm full of Star Wars stories today. When I went to see one of the prequel movies, um, I think it was the second one where um, 
no, no, it was the third one where Obi Wan gets cut up by by the the Sith. Oh, I haven't seen it. He goes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> God. Spoiler alert! The, the guy, the guy walks. A guy walked out of the cinema. thinking it was incredibly funny, just yelling out plot points to to the crowd <laughs> as he was like walking off. Yeah. Well, I got. A, do you want a spoiler alert for the new Star Wars movie? For the new one, yeah, Disney's making the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, That's right. JJ Abrams. No, yeah. yeah, it's not going to be set in a galaxy far, far away. N- no, they're setting it on Pluto. <laughs> Pluto. It's not a planet. Um, <laughs> That's a dwarf right. planet. <laughs> it's a dwarf planet. It's um, I it's um, I oh, know. I've lost it again. I have those moments. Now Disney. Yeah, Disney. Mm. I thought that was the spoiler that Disney's making. It. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought you were just. I'll tell you yeah, what. Disney yeah. Now that Disney have the rights. They will have it. That it has to be on the drawing board, and if it's not, they can give me ten percent. Oh, they Pluto! Must... I just got the joke. God. <laughs> Pluto, as in the dog. Yes. Oh yeah. my god, that's terrible. Spoiler alert! No, I, I, think, <laughs> it's a, I think it's a, I think it's a compliment to me that I didn't get that until now. <laughs> but I can I reckon Disney will make Star Wars World the theme park, and it will be worth because they you already have, a... have rides mm. um, in. Disneyland, yeah. Star Wars rides, yeah. so they're, they're pretty quick. Yeah, but once they get, because like, Universal's, they've got Harry Potter World in Orlando and they're mm. opening it up in LA, they will make Star Wars World and... Yeah, it'll, it'll be amazing. Yep, yeah, they'll probably move Comic-Con there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it'll be just this big, big world. Well, spoiler alert, Ryan, is that, that's, that's the questions for today? Yep, end of oh, Ryan's Random oh, Questions. Good bunch, good bunch, and yeah. I think we've almost time to wrap up the podcast, so check out Simon's book. Simon, you're on Twitter at... Simon underscore Kennedy. There you go. Yeah. Follow him on Twitter. Any gigs? Any gigs coming up? Or oh, probably, probably. I'm, I'm, he... I'm doing. The, I'm actually doing the Sydney Writers Festival. I'm doing two events at the Sydney Writers oh, Festival, sweet. and that's at Walsh Bay. Yeah, down at the Wharf. So yeah. that's in May. I think I might be on the twenty second, twenty third of May. So that's this month. Sweet. Actually. If you're in Sydney, um, check that out. Sydney yeah, Writers it's free. It's amazing. Too. Oh, it's free. Free, free events. Um, I went to. A, I actually went to a Writers Festival event last week. Vince Gilligan yeah. from Breaking Bad at the Town Hall. Nice one. Yeah. yeah. Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Interesting guy. I watched it on YouTube last night, actually. It was quite a good yeah. talk, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that was... that was. Well, there's a spoiler alert. We'd pay... Like, I think it cost 35 bucks to see him. And they go, now, just in case you're wondering, this will be shown on our website free next week. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so Bummer. But yeah, so... But check out the Sydney Writers Fest. Follow him on Twitter and buy the book. Ryan, you're on Twitter at... Ryan V. Crawford. There you go. And follow us on Twitter at Comedy on Edge. Thank you guys for listening. If you're listening to this on iTunes, give us a review or rating. It costs you nothing and it helps us out a lot. And thank you guys for listening. And I guess, Ryan, hit the music. <laughs>